0: Who says you can't go home? Not Aang, as he takes Sokka and Katara on a tour of his old stomping grounds, where all his friends and family were apparently murdered long ago. That's a tasteful pun. Zuko and Iroh run afoul of a newly anointed commander, and the banished prince enters into his first duel since he was knee-high to a grasshopper. I don't know Zhao. he'll fight his way out of this one. Hello, everybody. At last, it is time to talk about Avatar, The Last Airbender, Episode 3. Brendan, you made a face. Is this intro, like, maybe not working for you? Be honest with me. No, I think it's fine. I'm just still, I'm still not used to it. The The wrong words almost passed through my lips just now. I think
1: maybe that's what I was feeling. So it felt, something felt weird about it. But it's either, it's still too new for me, because this is only the third time. Sure. Or I, I was catching
0: vibes that something <laughs> reminded, was wrong. <laughs> reminded you of our better years, because <laughs> this podcast is off to a rocky start, Ooh. but we're going to turn that ship around today with episode three, Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, a pleasure to see you this afternoon. Yeah, good to see him. I had to <laughs> I had check to the, clock, the clock yeah. just to confirm.
1: <laughs> I was like, is it afternoon? <laughs>
0: I would say probably 80% of our records are night records. So anytime yeah. there's the sun out, it is off-putting for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, something's weird about it.
0: Doesn't seem right.
1: I, ju- I just woke up like an hour ago. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> just just woke up. Made, made myself an omelet and a big old pancake.
0: I had uh, four gluten-free blueberry waffles frozen ones that I heated up in the toaster I had four of those and that was a mistake I'm feeling very full
1: oh I used to eat like an entire box of those when I was little or younger
0: mm-hmm. I probably was a teenager but
1: <laughs> back in
0: the day whatever day it was yeah
1: probably a Wednesday um I would just pull them out of the freezer I wouldn't even heat them up I would just stick them on a plate and sit there for like 10 minutes until they kind of thawed
0: that's just eat horrific, them, eat them with my bare hands. <laughs> That's an embarrassing thing to admit. Oh, it on was a great. It's great. Uh I wouldn't do that. And uh I'm feeling that's making me feel ill. But Brendan, I actually have something to talk about that makes me feel happy. Ooh.
1: What, what do
0: it? you think of
1: <clears throat> this? <gasps> Nick is showing me his Avatar Legends tabletop role playing game rule book, I assume that is.
0: Uh, It's the core book. So, yeah, you're pretty much right on the money. That's right, Brendan. It finally came. Hell yeah. You've been waiting for that for how long now? So this was a Kickstarter project that I backed in August of 2021. Uh, It is currently January of 2023, and I just received this bad boy this week. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is not – I mean, it's hard to know where the blame falls on that particular thing. But um, it was frustrating. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know. Wait for that. Yeah. (laughs) Anytime I've, I've, I've I've kickstarted two things and that happened both times where I was like, is it ever coming? (laughs) Like, I
0: don't think that I'll be doing this ever again, especially since I think Kickstarter might've moved to like an all crypto. I had heard
1: that. I haven't followed up on it, but I did hear
0: that they were doing that, which sounds stupid. It's just dumb, but Kickstarter is inherently dumb anyway, and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I'm not going to fall into that trap again, but this time it paid off after however long, and yes, Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, is finally in my possession. I'm pretty excited about it. I've got this core book. I've got some dice mm-hmm. in, a, in a fancy dice bag adorned with the symbols of... The four nations. Yeah, so I was
1: I was looking at the dice, and you sent me a picture of it all. Uh, what what the hell's going on with the dice?
0: So the dice are regular d sixes, mm-hmm. uh, aka you know monopoly dice oh, or yeah. Yahtzee dice or the any standard other game die
1: you would think of.
0: Uh, but they each are each one represents one of the elements as well. The six is like the element, so like this oh, one's Okay, air nomad symbol, airbending But they symbol. still have like one through five. But they still have one through five on the okay. other faces. That's In true. the box they
1: came in, it was all sixes facing out. So I didn't know if it was just symbols on every face.
0: Nothing but symbols. Yeah. yeah, you can't even read them.
1: I mean, I've played games like that where like the symbols all mean something. But
0: that is true. No, these are these are actual dice. They're just fancy dice for fancy rolling.
1: Nice. I'm kind of excited to to see how that plays. Uh it's if they sent you a shitload of D6s, I assume that might be all it uses.
0: It is all it uses. It's based on the uh powered by the apocalypse game system. I've never heard of it. Um that. okay. Uh did you listen to the Adventure Zone Amnesty? I did not. Nope. Okay, then forget I'm saying any of this. <laughs> um it's a much more narrative-focused kind of thing than D&D would be. Although, obviously, you know, D&D, a large part of that is the narrative as well. But, like, there's a lot of mechanics mm-hmm. and rigid rules in D&D. Yep. Um, things to remember. And in this one, like, everyone just rolls two D6s. And pretty much anything that you want to do, you really only ever roll... When the thing that you say you want to do, the outcome of it is uncertain, Okay, I think is the way that they phrase it. Um, And then you roll. And if you get a six or lower, it's a miss. And then a seven to nine is a success, like a mild success. Mm. And then 10 and above is like co- complete total success. Um, And every character does have like some modifiers that will add like plus one, minus one, whatever. Yeah. Um, but even if you miss, it's not necessarily like you don't get to do the thing that you wanted to do. It's just like, you'll do it, but it won't go as well as you wanted. And there'll probably be a cost for it.
1: Okay. That's fair. Yeah.
0: So, um, but yeah, it's a much more narrative focused thing, which makes a lot of sense for a game based on like the avatar universe. They, they phrase it as like, you're going to tell your own season of like a story in avatar, which I think is a cool idea. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. maybe that's We're going to have to give it a shot. Something. We'll give it a shot. And if we can figure out how the hell to play this thing, maybe we could put together a little something special for the people out there. I think that'd be cool. You can be any one of the four bending styles you want. Uh, and also you can be a weapons master. And also you can be a, like a technology master. Ooh. you got wep- like machinery on your side and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you don't, Have to be a bender, but of course, everyone's going to want everyone's going to be a bender. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the whole fantasy that we're trying to play out here. Yeah. What else do I have? I got these little journals that have the symbols on them, too. They're just empty journals that you can write in. Yep.
1: Yep. Campaign notebooks.
0: Yeah. I don't think I'll ever write in these because I want to preserve them for the rest of time. Uh, But I have them to look at. There you go. You could put some cardboard backing on them, stick them in some sleeves. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Get this cloth map. I'm, this is, I mean, I'm trying to describe it because I'm showing Brendan, but I can't show all of you. Look at, you know, look it up. There's Google. <laughs> this cloth map it of It is the showing world. a map of
1: the world. It looks pretty cool. Color coded. I imagine the colors are the different kingdoms.
0: You've got it. This is the kind of, this is the land that we're dealing with when we talk about characters on this show. There you go. So. Commit this to memory.
1: It's not as big as it looked, or as I would have thought it was.
0: Uh, I mean, maps are weird. You can't really tell exactly how big things are. Is that the whole
1: planet? If you go off the right side, do you come on the left?
0: Uh, You actually fall off because it's flat. Oh. Spoilers. That happens in episode four, which will be next week. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah, they reach the end of the world and fall off, and then the rest of the episodes are them just falling into an abyss that <laughs> never ends.
1: For four seasons.
0: for Yeah, for 60-something episodes. <laughs> just a lot of falling and screaming.
1: Yeah, what is it? It's like Dragon Ball Z.
0: Uh, Dragon Ball Z, there's a lot of screaming. I don't know if there's a lot of fall. The People fall down when they get hurt.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, if, like Yamcha is constantly falling. Well, there's that
0: one time. <laughs> fell pretty bad. Yep. I like that because Yamcha sucks. Doesn't <laughs> it suck for Yamcha that like his most famous thing is getting blown up by like the puniest villains in all of Dragon history? Z oh, yeah, history. Constantly
1: getting his shit kicked in because he's just a regular guy
0: <laughs> by
1: low level grunts. <laughs> I mean, it's not but- it's not his fault. He's just a regular person. Like Krillin's a human, too, but Krillin is the strongest human.
0: So, is like, that his thing? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I've always wondered what the deal is with Krillin. He seems like he shouldn't be able to do anything, but every now and then he'll surprise you.
1: Yeah, he he's a human, um, but he's the world's strongest human.
0: Um, this got a little wild off the rails. This conversation did. Uh, Avatar Legends, the tabletop RPG. Looking forward to it. It should be a fun time. Brendan, we'll, I'll figure out how to play it, and then you and me will workshop a couple things. Hell Yeah. We're going to need a crew, though. We're going to have to find more people. We will can't just do two folks We need at least two more people. Well, we'll find them. I'm sure. I mean, do either of us have two friends outside of just you and me? I don't think so. I think uh, hmm. I have you're another, pretty much all I have. I have another
1: D&D group, but I don't know if that counts. You have what? I have, I have two D&D
0: groups, actually. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're <laughs> cheating on me. <laughs> Uh, That's okay, I already knew that. Uh, Well, this is your new D&D group, Brendan, and uh, look forward to it. All right. Just like everyone should look forward to our recap of Avatar Episode 3, beginning now. Woo! Yep, 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 yep. Episode 3 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled The Southern Air Temple. We're going to go there and see all the airbenders having a great time. We're going to meet them. We're going to meet them all, all of Aang's old buddies, and they'll throw air at each other. They're going to be so happy to see him. He's going to be happy to see what's become of them. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. (laughs) Yes, episode three, February 25th, 2005. Previously on Avatar. Maybe I shouldn't do the voice (laughs) when I do that. But it's so tempting to do it because the line delivery is so good. You got to. I'll probably continue to do that. Prince Zuko revealed to everyone that, yes, Aang is the Avatar. Then he took him prisoner, but Aang managed to escape with Sokka and Katara's help and also Appa's help. Can't discount his contributions. Mm -hmm. And they flew away to safety after trashing Zuko's ship, promising to go on the adventures that will make up the entirety of Avatar the Last Airbender.
1: In which they ride on every animal on the planet.
0: In which they conquer the animal (laughs) kingdom. I did. So you had asked me to do this in our last episode. And I I have done it for you now. Uh, The list of animals on the map that Aang wanted to ride. uh, There was only three of them. So it's not an extensive list.
1: Oh, really? I thought it was at least a couple more than that.
0: I'm sure that. There are many more that he talked about after the episode ended and he was still chatting with Sokka and Katara. Mm -hmm. But these are the only ones that we got. Ride the Hopping Wamas is one of them.
1: Okay, that sounds
0: fun. That could be good, but also maybe a little dangerous, but maybe that's what makes it fun. That is, yeah. Uh, Although, actually, Aang literally says that uh, he wants to ride the hog monkeys and says they don't like people riding them, but that is what makes it fun.
1: Yeah, that's where I knew something was up. That's this
0: kid's <laughs> got some sick ambitions.
1: He just want to assert his control over the animals.
0: Uh it's disgusting, really, and somebody should put an end to his sick game. The only other one he said was surf on the backs of giant koi fish. Yes. Yep. Now, Brendan, looking at this list of three, I'm pretty sure only one of these actually happens. Uh,
1: is it the koi fish? I'm not gonna say. Mm, I hope it's the llamas, but I'm imagining it's the koi fish.
0: The hopping llamas is maybe better in your own imagination. It, like just kind of picturing what you think <laughs> the hopping llamas could be might be better than anything they could possibly portray on the television show itself.
1: It could be. They'd have to be whimsical as fuck to, to meet
0: like what I'm expecting from it. Have like beautiful braided hair that floats up and down as yeah, they Yeah, they would they would be pink
1: and real fluffy.
0: A rainbow would come out beneath their hooves each time they jump. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Maybe they should have animated that into <laughs> a show. Although no, I can't spoil which one of these things happens. Maybe that still does. Well, Maybe now we'll, I know we'll that see. that one does
1: it. We've we've narrowed oh, it down. <laughs> Damn
0: it. I fucked up. Uh, well, it's a shame they didn't do it in the exact way that we both just described. Yep. Uh, here we go. Episode 3. The Gang or Team Avatar. Gang spelled with two A's, by the way. Ooh, like Ang Kind of like Aang, but it's gang because they're <laughs> Aang's gang. Yeah. Not something I came up with. That's something that people refer to this group of people as, is Aang and company Oh, as the gang or Team Avatar. It's hard to know which one to go with sometimes. I, I'd say we just take it on a case-by-case basis. All right, all right, all right. Whichever one strikes us as we speak. Uh, they're resting on a shoreline somewhere far away from... And much warmer than the glacial hellscape of the South Pole that they were just in. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Aang is excited to take Katara and Sokka to his home at the Southern Air Temple. And Brendan, as I'm writing my notes, I keep writing the word template instead of the word temple. (laughs) Force of habit from the old day job, eh? Yep,
1: yep. Sounds like it.
0: Uh, A hint as to what I do. (laughs) It's not exciting. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Katara is trying to temper Aang's excitement, though, since, you know, a lot can change in 100 years. Mm -hmm. But certainly everyone's going to be happy to see Aang back home. Yep. It's going to be great. They're going to have fun. We cut to a Fire Navy shipyard. Uh, The camera pans over a row of gigantic iron battleships and then stops on Zuko's ship, which is comparatively much, much smaller.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because it looked huge like in the first couple episodes.
0: Exactly. If, If this one is still like five times the size of the entire Southern Water Tribe village, but is like... Less than a quarter of the size than all of the other ships in the fleet. Like, good God, how big are those ships? They're
1: massive, yeah. Uh,
0: huge. An industrious nation, the Fire Nation is. Um, Much smaller and also very noticeably damaged. Uh, Zuko tells his uncle, who to this point is still unnamed, but <laughs> we've discussed it. <laughs> he wants to get his ship repaired and get out of here ASAP before anyone finds out about what happened with the avatar. Mm-hmm. Their conversation is interrupted by a tall Fire Nation military man who looks important, but also looks dumb as hell because he has the world's pointiest sideburns.
1: Yeah, he does. I think they're cool. He's a cool they're, guy.
0: It's a distinctive look, but it does make him look like a baboon like at all <laughs> times. He kind of does, yeah. And he acts like a baboon, too, because he's a ape of a man.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Zuko recognizes this ape of a man <laughs> as Captain Zhao. Immediately, though, Zhao corrects him and says, it's commander now. Ooh, got him. Learn your place, Zuko. Yeah. I mean, show the man a little respect. I think these Navy ranks in the Fire Nation Navy are mixed up from actual U.S. Navy ranks, but I don't really know how any of that works. Oh, yeah, I don't know nearly enough about it to uh, <laughs> to weigh in. I did one time fall down a Wikipedia rabbit hole of like who like, the top, top, top people are in each branch of the United States military, mm-hmm. and their titles get to be like eight words long, and it's like, just simplify, guys. Yeah. Just call them the chief. Chiefy. Yeah. Top,
1: top dog. That's what they should just call them.
0: Big man. <laughs> that would be great if big man was a military title. <laughs> Sir, the United States big man is here. Oh fuck. Oh no. We have we have to surrender.
1: Uh, big man Smith, welcome.
0: <laughs> I worked for years to earn Big Man. Now respect me.
1: <laughs> I think that's what they do in Metal Gear, isn't it? It's Big Boss is the <laughs> Big
0: Boss, fat man. Yeah. <laughs> the boss. The boss. Stupid. Not to be confused with Big Boss. No, no, entirely separate people, but mm-hmm. uh, joined in their love of country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Gear lore is <laughs> very stupid. That also kind of depends on which big boss we're talking about, how much they love country. Uh, metal, as I said, Metal Gear lore is very <laughs> stupid. Uh, Zhao is the first person to address Iroh by name. In fact, he calls him General Iroh, great hero of our nation. Yeah. Just kind of surprising to see him paid such respect when to this point, Iroh has been portrayed as nothing but a bumbling doofus. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know if I'd consider anything he's done bumbling. He's just kind of like he doesn't care. He's just like he's there for the tea. (laughs) And that's a
0: lackadaisical, aloof, old
1: fool. He just wants tea. And he's his nephew's a real piece of shit, but he's trying real hard to (laughs) mentor him.
0: Just constantly high as fuck. Like, (laughs) man, I do not want to be on this boat right now, but if I am, I am getting blazed. (laughs) Zhao also reveals, I'm not sure if we explicitly have said this to this point, but he reveals that Zuko and Iroh are the Fire Lord's brother and son. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't think they have said that yet.
0: So this is that reveal? Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. (laughs) We all knew this. We all knew this. (laughs) Uh Zhao notices the damage to their ship, and they scramble to come up with a story about what happened to it. Uh, Iroh says to Zuko, what, did we crash or something? Yeah,
1: I I like this bit, because Zuko's like, we'll tell you what happened. Go ahead, Uncle, tell him what happened. (laughs) Uh, 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 Iroh (laughs) is just as clueless, like, well, what do we
0: say? What what, what lie do you want to go with? (laughs) Man, we really should have planned something out before we landed (laughs) at this port. You'd think they would have. They knew where they were going. They knew who might be there. On, on the spot. They'll improvise. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> Not very well. Zhao can see through the bullshit, but he's like, all right, I'll humor them for now. Mm-hmm. He invites them to his tent for a drink. Zuko refuses, but Iroh, yes, he all he wants is some of that sweet, sweet ginseng tea. Yep. He loves it. He loves him, <laughs> the tea. He's really the focus of this entire episode for him is going to be tea. Mm-hmm. You got to respect the man for staying true to who he is. Uh, Team Avatar. That's what I went with this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're flying along. Sokka is getting very hungry. Uh, Aang had used all of his blubbered seal jerky to start a fire. Mm -hmm. Like he does, I guess. I'm not sure why that was his choice of kindling, but I guess you got to use what you got to use. No, I've never tried it, but is jerky
1: particularly flammable. I wouldn't think that, that was would also be.
0: my question, but it, maybe it's like kind of oily. Yeah, well, because it, it is blubbered. So like blubbered seal jerky would be yeah,
1: very oily. So maybe, but I don't know, because like, I don't think I don't think I could light a piece of jerky
0: on fire. Kind of the whole point of jerky is you're like dehydrating it and like taking yeah. out all the moisture so maybe that does make... Yeah, I don't know. This is a question for the scientists. Yeah, bonus episode on the Patreon. We'll light some jerky on fire. We'll, get a, we'll go buy some Jack Links, <laughs> and... Uh, we'll buy a bunch of different
1: get... ones. Write them off. as a business expense.
0: Cause yeah, I'm putting ex- this on my taxes. Jerky's expensive as hell. <laughs> it actually is. It's been a long time since I've bought it. But uh, also, I don't really like jerky that much. I like jerky, but it's like $10 a bag and you get like nothing. Have you ever made jerky? I have not. No. I have like multiple kitchen appliances that are capable of making jerky. Mm -hmm. Never done it. No, it sounds like a pain. I'm not out here like killing deer and that's the other thing. What am
1: I going to do? Go to the, go to the deli,
0: buy like a cut of meat to make jerky. (laughs) Yeah. Some some beef specifically to make jerky. Yeah. That's foolish. (laughs) Um, Katara is still trying to prepare Aang for the worst. Before we get to the temple,
2: I want to talk to you about the airbenders. What about them? Well, I just want you to be prepared for what you might see. The Fire Nation is ruthless. They killed my mother. They could have done the same to your people. Just because no one has seen an airbender doesn't mean the Fire Nation killed them all. They probably escaped. I know it's hard to accept. You don't understand, Katara. The only way to get to an airbender temple is on a flying bison. And I doubt the Fire Nation has any flying bison. Right, Apple? Yep, yep.
1: Yep. Um, that actually got me thinking, though, because we talked about how the bison also has the arrow markings. Sure. Do they take the arrow markings because the flying bison have them? Is, like, the flying bison, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a. Uh, a sacred animal to them.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, to not really elaborate on that because I can't remember explicitly how much they say about it. You're pretty much in the ballpark.
1: Okay. That's what it seemed like when they, when they brought that up, I was like, okay, so this animal is very important to these people. Right. Okay.
0: The, the animal itself is capable of air bending. So, I mean, in some capacity, mm-hmm. you know, it could fucking fly. Um, so, yeah, it's like they, t- they take after it and honor it by tattooing themselves with the same markings. You've got it figured out. Yeah, okay. We'll delve into that in future episodes, I think. I think. I think. Well, if not, I'm happy with just keep- keeping it here. <laughs> Do you feel like you're all caught up now on the tattoos? I think so. I'm starting to get it. <laughs> Do they look cool to you now? I don't think they ever looked uncool. I think they're a bit weird, but... <laughs> I feel like the tattoos are what initially turned me off of Avatar. I'm like, this fucking little bald boy with blue tattoos, that looks so (laughs) dumb.
1: No, I never had a problem with that.
0: Now I don't have a problem with it, but it is, it's a choice Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Aang pulls hard on Appa and they soar high above the mountains into the clouds and reveal the southern air temple before them a beautiful towering structure built into a mountain accentuated by one tall pillar at the top
1: the overview shot of the village that we or the temple that we get looks like an illustration out of like a doctor seuss book to me yeah i was like what is happening with this thing it looks like oh the places you'll go i think is one where it has <laughs> like a map like that mm. like what is good? what what is this design
0: yeah it's un- unnecessary spires mm-hmm. everywhere uh, But, you know, the airbender's got to sleep somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It just sounds like this looks like whoa, whoa, the most whoa. whimsical thing this show could have come <laughs> up with. This is way more than I expected <laughs> out of this place. Uh, But, you know, it's a vibrant place full of life these days. Back in Zhao's tent, he's bragging about his war strategy to Zuko. And Zuko says, if my father thinks the rest of the world will follow him willingly, then he is a fool. Ooh. Speaking ill of the Fire Lord himself, maybe not so wise in yeah. present company. Probably shouldn't do that. Probably shouldn't do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if you're the son of the guy, you know, you're not, you're gonna, no, who better to say bad things about him than you?
1: What's he gonna do?
0: Exile me? <laughs> Impossible. He <laughs> loves me too much. <laughs> Uh, Zhao does like that he's getting Zuko all riled up, though. Mm -hmm. He's totally trying. He's playing straight into Zhao's hand. Um, Iroh knocks over a rack of spears like he's Mr. Bean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is where he gets bumbling, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. The tea is getting to his head now. (laughs) Maybe he had like some sleepy time tea and yeah, he's getting a little (laughs) drowsy. Um, Zhao asks Zuko how his search for the Avatar is going. Zuko plays dumb. Uh, Zhao says the Avatar probably died a long time ago with the rest of the airbenders. Um, they probably would have known about that by now based mm-hmm. on kind of how the Avatar works. Because there would have been
1: a new one, right? It, it, I guess I don't know how long it takes for there to be a new one. Is it like an instant thing? Like the next baby that's born into the right nation is the Avatar?
0: It would be funny if, yeah, just like the very next baby that is born in said nation is the Avatar. It is, It is. I think, an instant thing. I mean, and we'll talk about like reincarnations later in this episode. They kind of spell that out in a little more detail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it is like... <sighs> Brendan, I don't... Um, okay, I guess I'll say it. There's an episode of one of these two shows that are focused on avatars. Perhaps it's not this one. Perhaps it's the other one uh, where an avatar dies and like a little thing floats out of their mouth. And then the very next shot is a baby being born, indicating that, yeah, it's like the spirit. Once it leaves the one body, it immediately goes on to the next.
1: It just goes and finds one.
0: Yeah. Maybe a longer explanation than you needed for what you asked, but that's what you got. No, that's fair i like to
1: think of it as a race like once once they know the avatar is dead they're all just trying to have babies real fast
0: go 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 all the pregnant mothers just start pushing real hard it's like trying to have the first baby born on new year's day (laughs) this will bring us fortune and fame push it out quick (laughs) um zhao presses zuko to tell him what he knows about the avatar but zuko won't fold and they're about to leave the tent, but they're stopped as some guards enter the tent and tell Zhao that Zuko's crew admitted to having captured the Avatar. But, of course, he's escaped. And Zhao just fucking loves that.
1: Yeah. Also, what a fucking crew Zuko's got. Sold him straight out. Yeah. <laughs> we, all we hear is that they were interrogated, so we don't know what the methods were,
0: but. Could have been torture. I mean, yeah. Fire Nation is ruthless, as we've learned. I don't know. They haven't been here that long. They, they gave in pretty quick. Really quick. Over one cup of tea. (laughs) And already spilled the beans. Yeah, that's true. No loyalty to their captain. No. But you got to also figure their captain probably treats them like dog shit because he's a petulant little boy. (laughs) Yep, that's true. So he doesn't exactly command respect, I think. (laughs) Not like Big Bad Zhao. No. Look at those sideburns. (laughs) Big Boss Zhao. Big, big guy Zhao. (laughs) Uh, Aang shows Katara and Sokka around the air temple, but it's all drab and empty now. Surprise, we were kidding when we said it was full of life. Yeah, it's not. There's nobody. It's pretty pretty uh, sad scene here. Uh, Aang, in his most sad tone yet, he says, I can't believe how much things have changed. And Sokka wants to cheer Aang up by playing a sport that the airbenders created called airball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very clever name. It is. It looks fun, though. It looks fun, but I guess I don't really know what the rules of airball... are. kind of exactly how it works. Just try to throw the ball. Yeah. Bounce it and get it through the other side. Get it
1: through the hoop thing.
0: It looks a little complicated. And is certainly not a game that a non-airbender-like Sokka should not be playing. Oh, absolutely not. How do you even get up there? That, I wondered the same. I mean... (laughs) They could figure something out, or he just climbs.
1: So for the uh, listeners, there are big giant wooden like pillars like you would see yes. in like a, a a training montage for some sort of martial artist. Mm-hmm. And they're standing on top of them. Uh and there's a ball that looks like it's made of like wicker. It's like yes. hollow. Uh and then Ang just like uh knocks it into the pins and they just start bouncing everywhere. It knocks uh Saka is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Knocks Sokka on his ass and goes through a hoop. And that's the game. And he wins. And he wins. Yeah. And he looks so proud of himself.
0: Like he didn't just bully this non-bending person. Yeah. Predictably, he got fucking smoked by <laughs> the last airbender himself <laughs> in the game of airball in the game that only airbenders can play the game that has air in the title. <laughs> um. Kang's very proud of himself, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. A, a well-earned victory. <laughs> he did it. He'll That'll teach that kid to stand up to anyone. <laughs> He'll never be sad again, thanks to Sokka <laughs> getting his fucking ass kicked. Yep. Um, Sokka does get his ass kicked, and he's on the ground and looks up, and sitting near him is an old Fire Nation helmet. Uh-oh, they were actually here. hmm Somehow. We're not sure because they don't have any flying bison. Uh,
1: As far as we know.
0: That's true. They could have some in captivity. The Fire Nation, again, industrious nation. You got to figure they could figure out a way. They'd find some way, yeah. They're uh, smarter than they let on. Um, He sees that helmet sitting on the ground and brings it to Katara's attention they decide Aang needs to know, and she calls him over. But before he gets to them, she changes her mind and bends a pile of snow down on top of Sokka and the helmet. Yep, uh, burying him alive to everyone's amusement. <laughs> uh, she does describe it as a new water bending technique, though, that she just learned. I can see the use case: move big snow pile. Yeah, I mean is the that name could of be kind of useful. I can see that. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you could make a kick-ass snow fort. You could, yeah, Just by bending. You could really build
1: a, a much better watchtower than Sokka was able to.
0: Oh, I know, poor guy. Can't even bend. And now the people are showing him up in his own game. Yeah, watchtower <laughs> building. Um, Aang walks off and Sokka reminds Katara, you know, you can't protect him forever. Um, And later on, Aang gets all excited to show them the statue of an airbender who he describes as Monk Gyatso, his former teacher. hmm Also describes him as the greatest airbender in the world. Uh, fun fact, Brendan, the Dalai Lama's name is Tenzin Gyatso. Oh, is that why they did that? There's also a character in Korra named Tenzin, so they're kind of going for yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're doing the damn thing. That's fun. Um... Also, another reincarnation thing is the Dalai Lama. It's all mm-hmm. connected. There you go. I see what they're doing. It's starting to yeah. It's starting to make sense. Uh, it explains everything that you'll need to know for the rest of the show. Um, it fades to a flashback of Aang's past, and Gyatso is this wise, old, airbending monk with a long mustache and a gentle voice. Did you recognize his voice actor at all, Brendan? I don't think so. It is Sab Shimono, which is a a name you might not recognize, but you will recognize that he plays Samurai Jack's father, the emperor. Oh, uh, I didn't catch that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. A great character on that show. And I mean, on this show, off to a great start.
1: Yeah. I like him in this show.
0: (laughs) He's a whimsical old man. I like what they get up to in this scene. Yes, right now he's teaching Aang how to make some fun, spirally, multicolored cakes. Mm-hmm.
2: But the true secret is in the gooey center. Hmm. My ancient cake-making technique isn't the only thing on your mind, is it, Aang? This whole avatar thing. Maybe the monks made a mistake. The only mistake they made was telling you before you turned 16. But
0: we can't concern ourselves with what was.
2: We must act on what is.
0: As it pans over the beautiful air temple in its heyday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of flying bison around. There's even some baby bison. Very cute. Yep.
1: Adorable.
0: Love to see them. Uh, Gyatso says that when Aang is old enough, he'll be able to enter the air temple sanctuary inside of which he will meet someone who will help him on his avatar journey, but he won't exactly say who it is.
1: Yep. He also mentioned something where Aang, I think, asks a question like, do you think I'm I'm actually the avatar or was it a mistake or something? I don't remember the exact words he uses, but then Gyatso says, the only mistake was telling you before you turned 17.
0: I think he says 16. Oh, okay.
1: Well, regardless, they told him too soon and like that's (laughs) what... That's what got Aang so upset.
0: And I think that's interesting. He was a little more emotionally mature. Yeah. How old is Aang? Aang is a 12-year-old boy. Okay. So So a few years years too early. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, talk about that again in a later episode. But yes, they did kind of reveal it to him out of necessity. They were like, all right, well, we kind of got to get this Avatar train rolling. We got to get it going. Yeah. Yes, they... uh, have this conversation, and then Gyatso and Aang launch these cakes high into the sky, and they splatter on the heads of some other monks. Very fun.
1: I I, I love that.
0: <laughs> so the whole point of making these cakes was just to splatter them on some people and have lemurs come and harass them and pick <laughs> the cake off of them. Great. That's a good goof, and Gyatso, he's a little stinker. Yeah, monks gotta have some fun. Yeah. You can't just meditate all day. You have to harass your co-workers.
1: <laughs> what are they going to do? It's the avatar and the most powerful airbender.
0: Yeah, what are you going to do? Airbend me? I'll airbend you, bitch. I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> Good luck. I'll blow you off this cliff, motherfucker. Okay, well, I'll just fly back. Well, I'll fly at you, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: 1v1 mean airball right now.
0: <laughs> right right now for honor, yeah. The firebenders have Agni Kai. We have airball. <laughs> I wish that's how it was set up. Like that was their like their way yeah. to regain honor. <laughs> and at the end of it, whoever does lose gets uh, mutilated. Yeah,
1: sacrificed, yeah. <laughs> Thrown from the from the temple.
0: You gotta settle disputes somehow. And what better <laughs> way than sport? Uh, This is a nice memory for Aang, but when it's over, he has a sad look on his face like, oh yeah, also, Gyatso's definitely dead, and I'm very upset about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: Aang is finally ready to meet whoever is in the sanctuary that Gyatso told him about, and he leads Sokka and Katara down a hallway to a big door. And Katara says, you know, nobody could have survived in there a hundred years, but Aang says, hey. I survived in the iceberg, which, you know what? Solid point. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> Even is like, take, hey, you know what? You're onto something. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I can't disagree with this. Anything is possible. Um, Sokka thinks that whoever is in this door might have a medley of delicious cured meats. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure what he's on here, but like, I'm he's not just, sure. He's just delirious at this point. <laughs> I need this. He's I need this beef from a, jerky. He's hungry
1: and he's suffering from a head wound from airball.
0: <laughs> I know they got to let him rest for a while, <laughs> I think. Not doing so good, my man. Uh, the key is airbending, <laughs> dumb line. Yep. Ang blasts some air into two giant bugles that activate <laughs> three panels in the shape of airbending symbols. Brennan, what did you think of the 3D animation choice? Here? I
1: uh, hated it.
0: Uh, It's so jarring.
1: It looks so, so bad. Um, But as I was hating it, I was like sitting there trying not to hate it so much. So I was like, well, what they did with it would have been tough to draw, uh, but not that tough to draw.
0: (laughs) And it, yeah. As difficult as that challenge may have been, it would have been worth it to not have this very yeah, jarring transition in animation style that looks yeah. kind of shitty because it's 2005.
1: They could have just done the 3D and then drawn the keyframes over the 3D if they were worried about the perspective. Mm hmm. I don't know. It, it, it doesn't look great. Um, and I hope they don't do it a lot.
0: Well, and in case I'm forgetting anything, this is the most egregious use of this kind of 3D animation thing in the entire show. But I do think there are two other instances of doors pretty much exactly like this, <laughs> where pretty much the exact same thing happens. Are there, are there bending doors? It's like the boss key room in the dungeon. Yeah, that's how you like, get into the final boss in every yeah, uh, you, need to,
1: you need to prove that you can bend that style <laughs> to get through the door. Yeah.
0: Collect 10 lemurs to open <laughs> the final
1: door. It's like the the key puzzles uh, in uh, Zelda Skyward Sword. You have to collect mm. pieces of the key and then turn them to find the way they fit in.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. That did not control well. <laughs> um. Yeah, the animation looks dumb. Although on subsequent subsequent rewatches of this episode, there are other instances where they do this, like specifically when they play airball mm-hmm. and Sokka gets knocked through the goal? It's another weird 3D animation thing? I don't think it looked as bad though. I think no. I think
1: it's the heavy focus on it in this yep. scene that's
0: like, yeah. oh. Oh, what are we looking at here? Yeah. Uh, not a great choice, but yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know what else they could do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fine. We'll, it's we'll fine. give it a pass. Fine. It just doesn't it's look fine. great.
0: The door swings open and they walk into a dark room. It uh, cuts back to Suzuko being interrogated by Zhao, who mocks him for Losing a fight to a 12-year-old boy. Again, people kind of not understanding the deal that it's not just a 12-year-old boy. It's actually the Avatar,
1: although it has been 100 years since anyone's seen an Avatar. Well, 112 years, right? Uh,
0: 100 years. and was 12 when he was frozen. Right,
1: but they, they didn't know who oh, right, right, the right. Avatar was before. Sure. So it wouldn't have been right. since the last one that anyone had...
0: Yes, good point. Yeah, so maybe... In that amount of time, people have lost respect or just don't know. Yeah. Um. In any case, Zhao is on the wrong track of logic in this mm-hmm. this mocking of Zuko. Um. Zuko talks back, but Zhao won't let him leave and says, you failed in capturing the avatar and swipes a streak of fire from his hand. It's got to be really easy to accentuate your points in an argument when you're a firebender because you can just always do that.
1: Yep. Yep. It happens. It's even happened a few times already in this episode with Zuko doing it.
0: Yeah. Anytime he yells or gets angry. Yeah. Just swipe some fire and you're like, "Ooh, he really means it. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, incredible body language. Mm-hmm. That all fire, all firebenders just get to have. Yeah. And that's why firebending's cool as hell. <laughs> They're good arguers. <laughs> um, back in the air temple sanctuary, Aang looks up at rows and rows of stone statues. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sokka questions, where's the meat? Again, he's got (laughs) to lie down. Where's the beef? He does question where the beef is, but it is not here. It's just statues. Uh, Aang doesn't recognize them specifically, but says he feels like he knows them somehow. Mm -hmm. And Katara points out that they are lined up in the avatar cycle, which yes, is air, water, earth, fire, fire, And she deduces that these statues must be the former avatars, which are Aang's past lives and kind of details out how every time the avatar dies, they are reincarnated into the next nation in the cycle. So this is, yeah, I guess the the first real explanation of how this works Mm -hmm. that we get in the show. Yeah. And there's
1: a lot of them. Like there's like a spiral on the ground that we're looking at, but there's also like. Tons of them lining the walls, too. Are the ones yes. on the walls
0: also avatars? Every statue in here is an avatar. There are hundreds of them. Yes. And if potentially thousands. And if
1: every one of them lives to be like about a hundred years old, how old is this world?
0: They've been at it for a while.
1: Uh, yeah. And they're still, their technology has not advanced at all. In Not very far, <laughs> in thousands of years, and then I happen uh, to know that in Korra, it does advance by like a hundred years. I
0: think, yeah, uh, I'll talk about what I'm wanting to say later. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. In just like the small amount of time between Ang being a boy and then dying, and then Korra being a teenager. It's like the entire industrial revolution has happened in this world like seven times over. Yeah, uh, which
1: I mean, fine, <laughs> but that's so many avatars.
0: <laughs> it's they've been yeah they've been they've been around. It's been <laughs> yeah like potentially hundreds of thousands of years. And they have not based moved on how past
1: feudalism.
0: No, no, we're still <laughs> living in dirt and covered in shit. Um. Aang is mesmerized by a statue of a old man with long hair and a long beard and a topknot. Mm-hmm. A very stern look on this statue's face. And Aang just kind of intuits that this is the previous avatar, the avatar before him, Avatar Roku. Yep. Someone he's never met and seemingly never even heard of before. But just kind of knew it. Mm-hmm. He knows. Sokka... Does point out that that's weird. Uh, He's also alarmed that the previous Avatar was a firebender, but like, that's just how it works, my dude. That's how it works. Yeah,
1: he doesn't know uh, for some reason that that's how it works.
0: Even though we've just had Katara very clearly lay out exactly how it works. But Sokka still kind of thinks of all of this as magic that even seemingly isn't real. He kind of is like, this is all bullshit. It's like, well, no, this is happening right before you.
1: you're, you're living it.
0: My guy, this is, you are deeply embroiled in what (laughs) is the avatar. Like you got to come to grips with this. You're going to have to start accepting it at some point. He's just, it's a jealousy thing. It's it will never not be a jealousy Mm -hmm. thing with Saka.
1: I mean, that, that actually makes sense. It checks
0: out. He just wants to play with the big boys. (laughs) But not the like the military big boys no, that no, I was no, talking no. about earlier.
1: Not, not, not big boy Smith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> big boy Johnson. Uh, there's a noise from down the tunnel they entered through, and the shadow of something approaches. hmm And it looks like it has spiky horns like that Fire Nation helmet that they saw outside. And they all hide and prepare to strike. And Sokka pops out, and it's not a firebender, but instead it's a little lemur. With tall ears and an inquisitive look on its adorable little face. Yep. We've got a little Zabumafu running around here. That is uh, pretty much exactly what it is, but it can fly. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have an arrow on it, as uh, we nope. had questioned before. I was—I could not exactly remember, but this particular creature is arrowless. Yeah,
1: I did notice that. I checked for it.
0: <laughs> if there was another creature with arrows, that would be fucking foolish. It'd be wild. Yeah. <laughs> And also, it's like, ah, yes, the mighty sky bison that we airbenders revere so dearly. But we don't have any time for these fucking lemurs that also have arrows. Fuck them. (laughs) Well, they like the lemurs. Yeah, they like them, but they also seem like a pest, like in the flashback where they eat the cake off of the monks. (laughs) They seem like pigeons or something. (laughs) They
1: kind of. Yeah, they kind of do
0: Um, yeah, they're, they've infested the Southern Air Temple, um, but they are very excited. Aang is excited because he wants this lemur for a pet, but Sokka wants it for a meal, which to me, it doesn't look like there's good meat on them bones, so no. he's going to be disappointed.
1: <laughs> it's a very skinny looking creature.
0: I think at this point, just any little nibble of something will get the job done for Sokka. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Brendan, how do we feel about the lemur theme song? Uh, I don't remember it offhand. It's, it's the very cartoonish one that's just like arr, arr, ee, ee, arr, arr, ee. that sounds. I'll good. put it. Yeah. I'll put it in the episode <laughs> audio, probably under what I was just doing, and we'll see how good of a job I did.
1: <laughs> I, I imagine I have. I watched this episode uh, earlier this week, so I don't remember the music exactly, but I probably was having a good time with it.
0: <laughs> probably grooving to it. Yeah, <laughs> this slaps. Um uh Aang and Sokka race after the lemur, but Aang can run on walls and jump off tall buildings and shit. So it's really not mm-hmm. much of a competition.
1: Yeah, it's pretty unfair. Like
0: everything that like, he <laughs> tries to compete with Aang for. <laughs> and is he a Sokka? It's, it's just he'll never have a leg up. No, he's out of his league. But he'll never back down. That's the other thing about him is he That's, never stops yep, trying. You
1: got to respect that. His tenacity.
0: Or you gotta be like Sokka, like, just throw in the towel, please, (laughs) before you hurt yourself. Um, Zhao re-enters his tent and says he'll be heading out with a search party to go find the Avatar. Zuko fights back and says, no, I'll capture the Avatar first, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zhao mocks him for being a banished prince, which Zuko takes great offense to, and Zhao says his father... Or no, he tells Zhao that his father will welcome him home with open arms once he captures the avatar. So again, this episode like kind of starting to crystallize a lot of things that we think we knew from the first two episodes. Mm -hmm. But now it's starting to spell it out. We don't have all the context, but like we knew, yeah, Zuko clearly seems like he has something to prove. Yeah, we're establishing the stakes for him. We're getting a little backstory into that. Um, Zhao says Zuko's father thinks of him as a failure, and he has a scar to prove it, and it pans over his burned eye. Mm -hmm. Which, again, we don't really know the full story of that just yet. Yep. But we'll get there. Ooh. Uh, This makes Zuko blow up, just like Zhao was clearly hoping he would, and challenge him to a firebending duel known as an Agni Kai. Hell Yeah. As cool as airball? We'll We'll see. see. At least they're both firebenders, so there's at least some aspect of competition.
1: Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fire.
0: There will be fire. It's going to be a fire. Like, it will be fire. Like, it will be cool.
1: Yeah, yep. Like the kids are saying. Are they still saying that? I think so.
0: (laughs) I don't know any. (laughs) Hold on. Let me go ask the kids. I'll be right back.
1: Nick is walking out his door. I can see him in the street. Talking to the Oh, no, they're kicking the shit out of him. It, oh shit!
0: No. I just wanted to know if it was fire. They challenged him to Agni Kai. Oh, no, I lost and I'm burned. <laughs> Ooh, Brendan. Uh, bad news. I didn't get answers, but I did get my ass kicked by the kid. I saw that. Uh, did you tell the people at home? I, that, I told them what, I, what sort of happened. I
1: told them something, but I made you I made you look really good. Thank you. You have I to cut this part out,
0: though, so that they. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, OK. um Forget it. Forget it. Let's move on with the recap. <laughs> uh, Zhao accepts this challenge and leaves. And there is a great shot, as Iro says to Zuko. Have you forgotten what happened the last time you dueled a master? And the camera again pans over Zuko's scarred eye, and he says, I will never forget.
1: How could you?
0: His face Impossible. is horribly
1: disfigured now. I'm
0: I'm permanently in pain, <laughs> Uncle. I look like a freak. How do you think I could possibly forget this? What are you crazy? <laughs> Just because you're high all the time, <laughs> and I always want to, but you won't let me. <laughs> um, Ang is still chasing the lemur and walks into uh, some little covered structure. Um. He says to the lemur, that hungry guy won't bother you anymore, which I think is an easy way to boil down Sokka is just that hungry guy. (laughs) Hungry guy, yeah. (laughs) We don't need to remember his name. I know you're still kind of like getting used to the names of the characters, Brendan.
1: The problem for me with the names is Sokka and Zuko are very close in my mind, so I'm never sure if I'm doing the right one.
0: That's an easy mistake to make, an even easier one that I know you've made a couple times is... Katara and Korra being keep trying, the same name. Yeah.
1: I keep trying to like be like, it's not Korra, that's from the next one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's they they're we're gonna it's gonna take a little time. So again, mm-hmm. if you just want to refer to Sokka as that, that hungry, hungry guy. I
1: might, I might.
0: <laughs> we will all know who you're talking about. <laughs> um yeah, Ang follows a lemur into this room and pulls away some curtains to reveal pretty much the worst-case scenario. Oh, yeah. He couldn't have walked into a worse room because it's full of firebender corpses, for one. hmm Which makes me wonder kind of what transpired in this room. Um, but sitting at the end of the room are these is, is the skeletal remains of Monk Gyatso himself. hmm
1: He's looking like he's in, like, a... A meditative pose, almost.
0: Yeah, that is true. He's sitting like perfectly upright, like underneath a spotlight, kind of looks undamaged, like there's no like battle scars on like his outfit that mm-hmm. he's wearing. Of course, he's just bones, so we don't know what he looked like.
1: Uh Knowing what you can do with airbending, though, I would wager a guess that he was surrounded by all these soldiers and he just sucked all the air out of the room. Killing all Just of them together,
0: including himself, including himself. Yeah, that is not a bad idea. Uh yeah. yeah, the rest of the corpses are, yeah, sort of strewn wildly all over the place. So, yeah, maybe a sudden quick attack like that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh What a horrific idea that is that he could do something like that. Yeah, airbending is scary. Airbending is fucking scary. It is scary. In these ways that you're opening my mind to in these last couple episodes, <laughs> it is almost scarier than firebending, which is the thing that destroys all other things. Yeah. But it's like the implications of what you could do an, with an, it. An evil airbender is scarier, I think, than an evil
1: firebender. <laughs>
0: uh, well, there are. there's no such thing as an evil airbender. They're all peaceful monks. Well, they're all dead, so... Oh, that's true. There's <laughs> there's almost no such thing as an airbender at yeah, all. There's only one of them, save for our little blue headed boy. And uh,
1: after all the shit he's seen, he could go either way at this point.
0: <laughs> well, he's yeah, he's about to lean in one hard direction. Uh, Sokka enters the room and realizes what's going on and tries to calm Aang down. But as soon as he puts his hand on his shoulder, Aang's tattoos light up and he re enters the Avatar state. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back to Katara in the sanctuary, and all at once, the eyes of all of the avatars start to light up in this room. Uh, and she rushes outside to see what's going on. There's a brief montage of different temples at different nations around the world. mm mm-hmm. um, And in each of these temples, there are other statues and murals that are starting to light up here as well. So it is cool. It's like when Aang enters the Avatar state, it seems like something spiritually is connecting like all of these all of these places around the world are somehow spiritually connected to the Avatar, and he's like triggering them by entering this state somehow. It's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, I was wondering though, did that happen? In the last episode? This is the question, isn't it? Because <laughs> this is not the first time we have seen Aang trigger the Avatar state, but this is the one where people start to react and are like,
1: oh, the Avatar has returned. Yeah, it's they, like, well, you should, they have have should have that known by that by now. Like, uh, at least a day ago, if not several days ago. We don't know how long they've been traveling at this point.
0: Or even when, yeah, Aang woke up from the iceberg, he was in the Avatar state. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That could have been weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, since then it's happened, I think, what, got one or two more times. So um, they're a little slow to pick up. Although maybe <laughs> what we're seeing in this this particular scene is like a flashback. Like we're seeing Katara seeing the statues light up in real time. But when it cuts to like the montage of the other temples, maybe that takes place in an earlier time. Maybe. But that's also bullshit.
1: Yeah, because I think the then the Fire Nation would know. And, like, it wouldn't have been a surprise that that the Avatar was back.
0: That's true. It should be no surprise to anyone by this point. It has always been something that has confused me. So your confusion here as well. It just <laughs> makes sense. Um, Sokka tries to snap Aang out of it, but he's totally lost right now. And a swirling air vortex blows Sokka away and then blasts apart the building that they're in. Um, and Katara arrives. And is also going to try to calm Aang down. But before this happens, Brendan, we must settle something. It's time to da 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 d- duel It's the Agni Kai. Oh, no. It's going down. It's taking place in this wide open, like, arena mm-hmm. place. Thing that they just have. I'm not sure. Do they hold, like, concerts here or something? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Graduation ceremonies, <laughs> graduating from the Fire Nation Academy. Hey, you know what? That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's a blood red sky above them because, of course, there is. There has to be.
1: The sky knows what's happening. It's got to set the mood.
0: <laughs> let's yeah. Let's make. Let's dim the lights just a little bit, and yeah, put everyone on edge. Um, Iro is Zuko's coach for the duel, essentially. Um, Zuko and Zhao stand up. And shed these unnecessary vests that are sitting on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a gong sounds, and the fight is on. And there's very good music in this scene there too. Is, yeah. If you'll recall that, it's like uh, heavy pounding drums in the background, and then like a chorus of people going like "chucka, chucka, chucka, chucka." Yeah, hell yeah, pretty cool. It's almost like I I almost just said like chugga, 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 like a choo-choo would do. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that's what they're saying? And you don't hear them go choo-choo? Yeah, it could be. I hope so, in fact. Yeah. They didn't have all the technology in these older (laughs) days of Avatar, but they did have trains.
1: I believe that. Uh, We haven't seen any yet, but I would not be super surprised because they do have these giant metal warships.
0: Hey, you know what? Thinking about it, they do kind of have trains. We'll get to it. Alright. Um Zuko punches a series of fireballs but can't land any attacks, and Zhao lets him hammer away while tossing aside these flames. Zhao then goes on the offensive himself and launches some strong blasts that knock Zuko onto his little butt. Mm-hmm. Zhao comes in to deliver the final blow, but Zuko busts a sweet ass break dancing move and sweeps Zhao's leg. <laughs>
1: Uh, He does. This whole fight, though, I don't know if you noticed, but I thought it was particularly egregious. They reuse the same animation four times in a row, five times throughout the fight. It's like it's it's, so it's five different animations, but every time they reuse each one over and over. I, I noticed a couple times. What are times, we doing?
0: <laughs> I noticed a couple times towards the end of the fight that Zuko has like a little fiery sidestep that he does, mm-hmm. and they do reuse that, I think, two or three yeah, times.
1: Yeah, they do it for both characters. There's like the fire punch they reuse. Sometimes the camera is like pulled out or sometimes it's it's like cropped in, but it's the same animation every time.
0: All right, guys, our episode is do tomorrow are we done with all the animation <laughs> yeah boss we've done everything but the Agni Kai ah oh, shit time's running low have you animated any like punches or kicks or anything yeah well we got this one okay cool just do that one and, a like, lot
1: I think I think it would have been less noticeable if they like cut them all and then like reuse them here and there but the way that they just reuse them one after another and then do the next one and reuse that one one after another it's it's Super noticeable.
0: <laughs> There's only so much time and budget, Brendan.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's fair.
0: They're good looking punches and kicks. They are. They are. Very flashy with all the fire. You, I I mean, you would hope that they would be good looking at the amount of times that we have to see them. <laughs> they're very proud of them. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the whole point is they're like, man, we fucking nailed this kick. <laughs> It's a cool we ass gotta kick. show this to people. You know what? Show it to them again. What if they
1: blink? What if they blink twice? All right, do it one more time. All
0: right, cool. That's good. It's a sweet ass kick, man. You really animated the shit out of that thing. I'm so proud of you. You're the new president of Nickelodeon. Um, yeah, no, you're right, Brendan. It's funny. They do that. It's very egregious. Um. It's even we see this sweet ass breakdancing move of Zuko. It shows it from three different angles. Yep,
1: which is a little different because what they're doing is showing it from different angles. So that's just like a look at how cool this is. It's cool from any angle.
0: Right. So this is yeah an on purpose thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to trying to pull one over (laughs) on us. But we see what they're up to. Um, Yes, Zuko sweeps the leg and now he's on top. And gives, yeah, Zhao the old hot foot, is mm-hmm. what I like to call it. Um, Zuko lets out a big, fiery kick and knocks Zhao over. He rushes up and stands over him, ready to deliver the final blow. But Zuko hesitates. Zhao shouts at him. He says, do it! Masochist. He wants this yeah. fucking... wants to get blasted. <laughs> um. Zuko punches furiously and blasts fire to the side of Z- Zhao's head and tells him, don't ever mess with me again. hmm Or I'm coming for you. Uh, and he turns to walk away. Uh, Zhao calls Zuko a coward, but Zuko's like, I'm done with this. Yeah. The duel is won, and Zuko is walking away, but Zhao stands up and tries to sucker burn him. Mm-hmm launches a big kick at Zuko's turned back, but out of nowhere, Iroh jumps in and grabs Zhao's flaming foot and tosses him aside like garbage.
1: Yeah, like the trash he is.
0: Ah! No Prince Zuko, do not taint your victory. So this is how the great commander Zhao acts in defeat? Disgraceful. Even in exile, my nephew is more honorable than you. Thanks again for the tea. It was delicious. And then thanks, Zhao, for the tea, and they leave. <laughs> yeah. Also, that tea was fucking great, my yeah. dude. you got to tell me where you get the leaves.
1: We did skip over a bit earlier when he's sitting at his table while uh, Zuko and What's-His-Face are arguing, and Zuko knocks over the table,
0: and Ira's just like, more tea, please. <laughs> Oh, the tea got knocked over. That reminds me. I need tea. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 yes. We, we seem to be out of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to the tea. Get more. Uh, this fucking rules, by the way. Not only does Zhao get completely thoroughly undressed by a heroic war general. mm mm-hmm. But also, Iroh pumps up his own nephew, Zhao's greatest rival at this moment, to, like, the absolute highest degree. Oh, yeah. Iroh rules for what he has done here. Mm-hmm. Iroh's, Iroh's great. Maybe the best character in the show so far. I mean, he's on the top of the list for sure. The word disgraceful it just drips out of his mouth like venom from a snake's fang. <laughs> yeah. So good. This fucking rules. The whole Agni Kai rules itself. <laughs> um, They're walking away. Zuko says, did you really mean that, uncle? And Iro says, of course. I told you, Ginseng Tea was my favorite. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows, Zuko knows that Iroh's proud of him. Yep, yep. I want Iroh to be proud of me. That seems like it would feel <laughs> really good. Maybe someday I'll do something to earn that respect. Um, cuts back to Aang. He's still raging. A big ball of air is swirling violently around him, and he's levitating 20 feet off the ground. Um, Katara makes an emotional plea to him. She says, you know, I know how hard it is to lose people you love. She says, I went through the same thing when my mother died. And Brendan, I guess people grieve differently um, I'm guessing she didn't go through the exact same thing because I don't think she formed a huge ball of air and started glowing. <laughs> no, probably not. Similar thing, but maybe not the exact same. Although, I don't know. We don't know what she's capable of. Yeah, we never saw it. We weren't there. We weren't there while she was grieving, probably for the best. That's a ghoulish concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, She reminds Aang, you're not alone. Me and Sokka are your new family and Aang starts to lower back down to the ground. And Sokka reiterates that they're here for him now. Mm-hmm. And Katara holds Aang's hand. And the Avatar state subsides. And Aang is back to normal and collapses into Katara's arms and apologizes. Aw. I know. this Poor, poor little guy. He can't control himself. Um, But he does now finally come to grips with the reality of the situation and says, if firebender firebenders found this temple, that means they probably found the other ones, too. And he says, I really am the last airbender.
1: And then they roll credits
0: and then they show the name of the show. (laughs) (laughs) I really am the avatar, the last airbender. (laughs) They should have wrote it in. Uh, I really am the avatar, semicolon. He, says, last he
1: says semicolon, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh they missed an opportunity. Aang re enters the sanctuary and ponders how Avatar Roku is going to be able to help him. Um and just then the lemur returns carrying a handful of nuts and fruits, which it gives to Sokka, who ravenously scarfs them down. <laughs> yep. It's not quite meats, but he's a hungry boy. He is. He's that hungry guy. He's that hungry guy living up to the name. There's one final scene of Aang staring at the temple, standing with Appa and the lemur, who he says, the three of them are all that's left of this place. Just kind of sad imagery and like also just true, like, oh, yeah, this... Everything else is gone. Like, did the Fire Nation also kill all the lemurs and the bison?
1: I wonder. Or they just left because there was nobody there anymore.
0: Nobody to, like, take care of them. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah, that's entirely possible. Um, but the weight of that situation is pretty heavy. Uh, Aang welcomes the lemur into the family and names it Momo. Mm-hmm. The new member of Team Avatar. The newest, Momo. Yeah. <laughs> We're Welcome are
1: friends right now.
0: <laughs> this is my RPG party. It includes <laughs> a lemur and a huge fucking bison. Uh, Momo steals some food that it gave to Sokka, and then everyone shares a hearty laugh, and it's a good slapstick
2: moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they fly away as Aang and Momo stare longingly at their old home. All right, Brendan, ready? Hold on. I actually wrote some dope shit down, and I want you to appreciate my poetic nature here. All right. They ride away as Aang and Momo stare longingly at their old home, which slowly fades behind the clouds, just as their own past fades away behind the clouded new world at war that they find themselves in. Wow. How'd I do?
1: Very good. Maybe a little bit over the top? No, I don't think so.
0: I think... Mm, Good. I think it was great. An appropriately weighty way to end what was a weighty episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm an idiot. That's the end of the episode. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. All right, Brendan, the Southern Air Temple was the name of this one. Yeah. How'd we feel about it? It was pretty good. I
1: thought this stuff, I liked learning more about um, Zuko and like what he's got going on. Um, and all this stuff in the temple itself was pretty sad.
0: Also, it, though, very it
1: reminded me, I, f- I feel like I've seen this episode, but I thought something else happened in it, so I might be thinking of a later one, so maybe I won't say anything. But okay. the, the room full of statues,
0: I was like, something, something here. <laughs> I know you're up to something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, this episode's good. It's like a good way to... Yeah, add more filler, like we said, like add more detail to the things that we think we know. Yeah. But not every mystery is like unturned, not every question is answered just yet. Um, but we're filling in some of the blanks. Mm-hmm. Um while also, yeah, progressing multiple people's stories. Yeah, Aang coming to grips with reality. Yep. Uh Zuko. He's got, like, just as Zuko is the villain of Aang, like, now he's got his own enemy, too, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, so we see that, so he's not just a two-dimensional bad guy character at this point. Now they've given him, like, given us kind of a reason to root for him. Right. Even if only just because Iroh is such a cool character and Iroh likes him. So we're like, all right, so he can't be all bad if this fucking baller over here likes him.
0: If he trusts him, I trust him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That does lend a lot to (laughs) Zuko's character. But um, yeah, it's we're kind of pushing things forward now. And it's nice to be out of like series beginning territory and kind of moving into like more meaty stuff.
1: Yeah. Yep. We've got a lot of stakes are set up now. We have goals for everyone. We know the drive for most of the characters at this point. Mm -hmm. So we can start. I hopefully getting into like the meat and potatoes of it.
0: And just like you said, like everything that happens at the temple is also very sad and heavy, like confirming Mm -hmm. not only is like Ang's entire family gone because it's been so long and like everybody he knew was gone, but they are the way in which they died was like a slaughter from the fire nation and like a genocide of his entire people, which is extremely heavy stuff. Mm hmm. So, uh, the show, not afraid to go to some places like that, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how much further it goes in future episodes. Yeah, and we'll see how Aang chooses to to deal with it. We'll see how Aang chooses to embarrass Sokka in something that Sokka <laughs> is not fit to be doing.
1: Will, will Aang be an honorable avatar, or will he be an angsty boy Hey, hey. <laughs> I'll see myself out.
0: Uh, yeah, we really have to shut it down after that. Um, okay, <laughs> that was episode three, the Southern Air Temple. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. Things are looking up for us here. Brendan, uh, I have something of a surprise for you. Ooh. Little end of the show Surprise. Uh, guess what, Brendan? Warm up those pipes, because we have an email! An email! It's the new email Uh song! I didn't know
1: this was gonna happen. It's a new show, so it's a new song. It's email
0: time! Very soulful rendition. Mm-hmm. That's this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, OK. But now you got to commit every time we get an email in what is at last an Avatar podcast.
1: <laughs> well, I can't say that it's the new email
0: song every time. That's only for this one. Mm-hmm. But are they going to be just as uh, R&B focused? That's oh, I, I, seem to be. Well, I hope so. I Who can say? Um, well, I, I hope that we get many chances to sing the song, but you, <laughs> We need the emails that come in just like this one, which, Brendan, go ahead and read it to the people. This is
1: from Joseph. Joseph says, hey, guys, welcome back and welcome to this series. Thanks for giving it a chance, Brendan. The fact that you already figured out that airbenders model their tattoos from the markings on the sky bisons means you'll go far. Fun fact, the sky bison is a blending of the bison and the manatee. Manatee? You can kind
0: of see it in like the tail area. Kinda, yeah. I I thought of it more as like a tardigrade, like a water bear. I thought of it as more like a platypus, but that would be like a think like a thicker hide on mm-hmm. the tail, perhaps.
1: Just a, it's an amalgam of <laughs> all kinds of different animals.
0: Joseph is definitely right, though, uh, only because. I looked this up after reading this email and the original designs of the Sky Bison were like n- almost not even bison. They were like 90% flying manatees.
1: I'll have to check it out.
0: Which would have been a fun direction. Because I
1: have been wondering about like, why do they got six legs? What's the purpose of the six
0: legs? What do they need all of those for? They
1: don't even use them. They just
0: fly yeah, around. Most, most of the time. Yeah, they're not even on them. You're right. They've got They've got an extra pair of legs that they don't need. It's just for show. Yeah, because they look cool. and I mean, that's fair. It does look pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I'll give them that. Um, Joseph also reiterating the airbender tattoos mm-hmm. being modeled on the bison's. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Brendan, you are, you know, you're right on the ball here.
1: I'm picking it up. I can see patterns when they happen.
0: <laughs> I can see arrows on one thing and then see <laughs> them on another thing. That go, makes hey. sense to me.
1: I've seen that somewhere before.
0: <laughs> this looks familiar. Aang sitting on top of Papa's head and be like, hmm, there's something here. All they should, all they
1: have to do now is play, like, the mirror game. Right. They're just, like, mirroring each other's movements.
0: <laughs> then one of them sneezes and they figure out, oh, shit. <laughs> the animals of the Avatar universe, it's, it's a wide variety. Of the mm-hmm. ecosystem is ever expanding and we'll get to some very... Very weird, freaky places. And yeah, Aang is going to take over all of them.
1: Yeah. And you had mentioned, I think, in episode one that all of the animals are some combination of two animals.
0: There's no animal that is just an animal. Although, so if we think about it, I mean, lemurs... There's got to be dogs,
1: though, right? uh, Just like a
0: regular-ass dog. (laughs) There is a joke where there's a regular animal. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. (laughs) There is something where it's to great comedic effect. Um. But so Momo is a lemur Mm -hmm. and is, you know, reminiscent enough of lemurs in our world, except for the fact that he can fly and lemurs don't have like that big of big pointy ears, I don't think.
1: No, we didn't see his flying in this episode, did we?
0: I think maybe briefly. Well, there is the part where Aang like jumps off the tower mm -hmm. after Momo during the chase, and I think he might be flying there.
1: OK, because I know that in, in clips I've seen or like episodes I've seen throughout the years, he does get like the the flying squirrel kind of flap things, doesn't he? Yes, I think similar so. to the way that like Ang will use his staff to fly around.
0: So maybe that's what the lemurs are here is a combination of lemur and flying squirrel. That yeah. makes
1: sense, And then that could also explain why the ears were so big, like a squirrel thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, There, you know, we're bullshitting. We'll yeah, figure something just out, making stuff up, throwing stuff at the <laughs> wall. The science is out there. You just have to look <laughs> for it. Uh, anyway, thank you, Joseph. So wonderful to hear from you on this new show of ours. Good to yes, have you back. Thank you for writing in. We very much appreciate it. And if anybody else wants to write in, Brendan, what is the email address they can hit us at?
1: That's uh, it's, uh <coughs> got a recap at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter, at Got A Recap, on Instagram, at Got A Recap, Facebook, Got A Recap, YouTube, just search for it. Um, You'll figure it out. You'll find it. Uh, That's it. We're on everything. I don't think we're on TikTok,
0: though. I signed us up for a TikTok, but I've not used it. Maybe I should.
1: I don't know. I'm all right without. But But that's where those kids
0: are that I I beat up earlier. (laughs) yeah.
1: That's where we that's where we can learn if they're still saying things are fire. Um, <laughs> also, be sure to uh, give us a thumbs up on Spotify or five star, however it works on there. Uh, five stars on Apple podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you can rate a podcast. Go do it, please. And thank you.
0: If there's a place you can say good things about us, go mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. say good things about us and we'll say good things about you in return. Yeah. Yeah. On the show. We'll just we'll sing praises. You know what? Joseph, you're a good guy. Thanks for emailing us, and this is my review of you. <laughs> five five stars. Hell yeah. See? As as promised, say good things, Think good things will come in return. <laughs> it's karma. It's all about karma, and mm-hmm. that's what we're all about in this, this show, is mystical things like uh, astrology. Sure. Is it astrology or astronomy? Which one is the one that's bullshit? I think and which one's the ones that actually science? Oh god,
1: I think astronomy is the fake one?
0: No. I think we're I wrong. I don't actually but, know. I don't know. Uh got to recap just as we said, got to recap at gmail.com. But if you want to like start talking about like the different zodiac signs and things like that, you might as well <laughs> just not even write into us cuz we're not about that life.
1: No, uh, astrology is the one with the signs. Got it. Got it, got
0: it, got it. Uh well, that was a waste of time. i mm-hmm. I'm with Scorpio. Just, I'm a Virgo. Oh, I don't I don't know what any of that means. I'm
1: sure somebody uh, out there can tell us.
0: Well, it actually means nothing because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they also determined that, like, the stars aren't in the same places as they used to be yeah. when they came up with all these signs. So they it changed them,
1: I think, some years ago.
0: <laughs> like, I think they added, like, another one. <laughs> uh, sorry to shit all over something that is very important to people, but uh, we don't believe it. Nope. And you won't believe what happens in episode four of Avatar The Last Airbender coming at you next week. Uh, How was that? Pretty good? Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, I blew it by asking you that question. We'll see you all (laughs) next week. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.